0: You're listening to The Medical Evangelist. This podcast is designed to encourage Christian health professionals and students to normalize their love for faith and medicine. Faith and medicine goes together. Stay tuned to learn more about how to maneuver with the mantle of medicine and ministry over your life. How y'all doing? Um, I just want to do a, a short prayer and then deliver what I believe the Lord is speaking to me to share with everyone. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this awesome day, uh, beautiful day you've created, O oh, Father. You brought us through the morning and the afternoon, and now we're here in the evening. O oh, God, we command this evening, right now, Father, that the day spring would know its place in our life, according to Job, O oh, Father. We pray that everyone have an open heart and open ear, ears to hear what um, the Scripture is telling us, and the Spirit of the Lord is sharing with us, and that we may be able to understand and learn and apply. Oh Father, use me mightily that your children will see you and hear you and not me and hide me behind the cross. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Um, thank you again for giving me the opportunity to speak today. Um, I always get nervous, especially um when I don't know, you can never get too, you know, comfortable to Share the word of God. So um, I just pray that God uses me in a mighty way. Um, so I first want to tell you guys this story. So um, how I came about the topic because I I had no idea. I was like, Oh Lord, I said yes, and now I don't even know. But um, that's why the Bible says always be prepared and be ready, especially if you are you know called into the ministry or you're a child of God. You never know when it's an opportunity to um, share the gospel or. Teach somebody what the Holy Spirit or God has been teaching you. So, um, oh, okay. Sorry, I just saw this message by Tony. Okay, so we will do that at the end. Okay, Um, everyone has exams next week. So I don't want to hold you guys too long. um, But so the the story, the message came about, I was, you know, walking in my um, hallway today uh, not today sorry Tuesday and I came and I was reminded of when I kept hearing in my spirit and I'm new to you know the prophetic and I'm new to when God told me to do something I kind of delay but I thank God for using me anyway but I um I heard in my spirit um I had just met this guy and we were dating, talking or whatever, but I knew it wasn't going to lead to that. And so um, I wanted, um, I met him at this church conference and I had just met him, but it was like, I want to say it was like a nighttime or something. I kept seeing his face. And so just a, a little teaching moment, like sometimes when you see someone's face in your thought or, you, you know, somebody's name come up in your heart and you're not even like randomly thinking of them. And then a scripture comes or something, you know, it that possibly could be God telling you, you know, either to a deliver them a message or uh, to pray for them. And so um, I was new to it. I was in college in my sophomore year, and he, his his face kept coming up in my spirit, and um, and I kept hearing seek seek me to seek ye me and live seek ye me and live. And I so and so I had to um, I had to find out what that's you know if that was a scripture. So I, I looked it up, and I'm like you know. Lord, what are you saying? And so uh, pretty much I just told him exactly what I believe the Lord was telling me. Um, I said, the Lord is telling me that, you you know, you need to seek to live. You need to seek him. So whatever that is, you know, go to the Lord in prayer. You know, I definitely prayed about it. And I said, and I'm going to also apply that word to my life because I believe when the Lord tell me to share something with somebody, he's all. I believe the word is like, you know, the scriptures say the word is like a two X word It's also for the, the one who delivers a message and also for the one who receives the, uh, receives the message. And so he said, okay. So two weeks later after that, um, a, a traumatic uh, story happened in his family. His older sister died. She was on a ski trip and something happened where something, you know, like the little ski thing, the wire let loose and somehow decapitated her head. It was very, very dramatic and severe. And I was I was traumatized and it wasn't even my sister, in my story, but I was traumatized because Like, two, you know, two weeks before that, I was told to tell him that. So I became a part of his life and was praying for him. And um, months later after that, you know, of course, he went through a lot, you know, uh, him and his family. But he had told me that all he could remember was those words I gave him was seek me to live. Right. Seek ye me to live. And so um, um, many, many years. And shortly after that, you know, he ended up, you know, living for the lord and becoming a minister he became a minister and now i think he's like an assistant pastor so i just wanted to share that story and that was the same um the same scripture that i was given to give to him was the same scripture that kept coming up in my heart to share today now not to scare anybody you know i pray you know that's not anyone's portion and as you know the lord shall guide and protect us all the days of our life but the uh anytime anything like serious and severe happens i always take it as a moment to reflect on my own situation how i could become better and definitely seek the lord more so the topic of today is definitely um sorry one second i missed my page here it is um bear with me It's something is in the way i have too many apps open i guess one second i want to apologize mm. Be ready, Enise. <laughs> Where is it? Come on. All right. The topic of today is um, seek the Lord. Okay. So the scripture that I want to come from, and I'm coming from so many, but if you want to read with me, I'll read it out loud. Is Amos 5, 1 through 4. Hear this word, Israel. This lament I take up concerning you, fallen is virgin Israel, never to rise again, deserted in her own land with no one to lift her up. This is what the sovereign Lord says to Israel. Your city that marches out a thousand strong will have only a hundred left. Your town that marches out a hundred strong will only have ten left. This is what the Lord says. This is the key stri- scripture here. 5-4. Seek me and live. Do not seek Bethel. Do not go to Gilgal. Do not journey to Beersheba. For Gilgal will surely go to exile and Bethel will be reduced to... Nothing. So I believe it's a strong message. I really do. I really believe that this is a message about repentance. Um, I live a life of repentance. I think that all have sinned in the scriptures, right? All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of the Lord. Um, but the Lord wants us to really, really understand the time that we are living in. You know, many of us who grew up in the script uh, in the in the church. Um, and hear, you know, about the coming of the Lord, or about the end times and last days and the the last generation. And so, I believe that we are definitely of the last generation. And I believe, um, according to His scripture, I have Psalms twenty four six that this is the generation of them that seek Him, that seek His face, O Jacob, Selah. And so, um, you know, being a Christian is just not enough to say I'm a Christian or I identify as a Christian, but um, you know, when we put on, uh, you know, the letters of Christ, right, the Christianity as a jacket, you know, on the outside, the Lord also wants us to reflect it on the inside and that we are able to be a, a point of contact for many people in our community and our peers and things of that nature. And so um, Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen says, you will seek me and find me when you search me with all your heart. And so I just got so many different scriptures over and over about the focus of just that we should be desiring and being desperate and seeking the Lord, not just because it's the end times, um, you know, as many things that has to take place before we are at the end, but just to know, you know, that we have to definitely put God first, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be added according to Hebrews 11, six and the, and one of the uh, main scriptures that I, I really, 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 um, I use all the time is definitely like that. God is a rewarder, rewarder of those who diligently seek Him, and so why is the Lord always, you know, uh, taking us back to finding time to seek Him? So um, there was something I read not too long ago. It said that the um, that the word seek in the Bible is 246 times. And so it's mentioned so many times. And then we learn about different characters in the Bible. Like of course, one of my favorite David and, um, and Naomi and Ruth and just different people. But David, um, the most he he the whole book of Psalms is just talking about David's life and talk about how he was so desperate and hungry and seeking the Lord and how he had so many enemies and how he had good days and bad days. He had wins and he had losses and he had ups and downs. And so but overall, the thing that comes to mind when I think about David is definitely him always, always seeking the Lord and um. Psalms 42.2 says, as a deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. When can I go and stand before him? Day and night, I have only tears for food, while my enemies continually taunt me, saying, where is your God? So over and over, David continuously was displaying and demonstrating what it looks like to be a seeker. What it looks like to seek God with your whole heart, what it looks like to be completely sold out for God, to give up everything, you know, to give up, you know, um, whatever, you you know, the desires you have in your heart. And so I know um, we are all called, you know, to become medical doctors and we are in a great place of our life to develop this lifestyle of seeking God now. Because there come a time where, you know, the schedule is going to get even busier than this. Um, you know, we're going to be, you know, financially, you know, doing great, you know, making a lot of money and, you know, just going about the, the busyness of life. But I want to instill in you tonight and plant that seed and maybe another will come and water it and God, will, and then God will give the increase that, you know, you have to make sure you desire to seek God. Seeking God is an action verb. And so for those who may not really understand what it is, I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about what seeking God is and what seeking God is not. Okay, so seeking God is the action verb and is where you're actively looking for God. You're actively asking for God, asking about God, waiting and then waiting on God. And I think people don't really understand or know the how to wait on God or really know that even waiting on God is a part of seeking God because um God doesn't really, you know, comes on the, t- on our time zones. There, there were many times I would read in the Bible about Moses and I'm using these different characters so that we can see how it can relate. But um, uh, Moses You know, he was asked to come on top of a mountain right after the children of Israel crossed the Red Sea. You know, uh, Pharaoh was drowned in the Red Sea. All these great things happened. They was, you know, they had a breakthrough. They came out of slavery after 400 years. And the Lord told him to come to the top, you know, come to meet him on the mountain. And the Lord didn't show up day one. The Lord didn't show up day two. The Lord didn't show up. And he kept waiting. Moses waited. And when did the Lord show up? He was up there 40 days. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you go and you just wait 40 days, but you have to get so desperate and hungry for God that you're in a place that I don't care how long it takes. I am going to wait on the Lord and I'm going to seek the Lord. I don't care if I look dumb. I don't care if I look stupid. I don't care if nobody else is doing it anymore. I don't care if it ain't cool no more. It ain't no trend. I'm going to seek the Lord with all my heart. Back at what Jeremiah was saying. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, You will seek me. This is God. You will seek me and find me when you search me with all your heart. And the importance part is with your heart, because as humans, we can get in a habit and the rotation of things because, you know, many of us grew up in church. I grew up in church and sometimes we were led to God because of our parents and our family. But there comes a time where you mature in God where you are not being told to come to church. You need to pray. You know, you do it for yourself because you're so hungry, you don't have nothing else. God is your everything. And so I'm hoping to inspire you all today to get to that place. And you can get there. Nobody, you know, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day, and nobody is perfect, but you have to have the desire and the uh, desperation to get there. Um, and so I wanted, um, so we were learning about that, you know, seeking God is an action verb and that we wait for God, we ask for God, we pray and talk to God. And then we also, you know, wait for him to speak back and and how you have a special place designated wherever you pray every day or wherever it is, a special place made just for God, like an altar. And um, because that's just how, you know that's what God desires and that's what God wants from us to choose him and seek him and call on his name every day and be hungry and desperate for him because guess what it does it invites the presence of God it allows us to plug in and connect with the kingdom of heaven and have a peace of heaven every day when we make that habit and connect with God on a daily basis there was um there's a, a, a minister paul uh, apostle paul he was it's a scripture <laughs> Excuse me. And he said, I wish I can know God more. Now, Paul was a lawyer. Paul had a lot of different accolades going on in his life. But then, um, you know, when he was converted over from Saul to Paul and God changed his life, he was so hungry and desperate for God that he, you know, became a history maker. He made history by just seeking God and by putting himself in a position to be used by God on a daily basis and that and we read about his story in the in the epistles he wrote the epistles um i just want to keep going um the script is a scripture and i will have to i have to bring the name of the um the location of the scripture but it says the soul of the diligent shall be made fat that means that, you know, the, the more you grow in your spirit, your spirit man, we can't see with our eyes become bigger and become robust to where, you know, we are big in the spirit and our authority around, you know, around the world expands. And so seeking the Lord brings so many great, um, so many. Great things in our life, and I just want to discuss five of them. What the presence of when seeking a God activates, bringing invite the presence of God, and then there's five things that I learned in my experience with seeking God is that exposure. He's going to put a light on you. He's going to put a light on the sin that is in your life, everything hidden in your life, or every position you're in that is not right by God. He's going to expose it, and it's going to keep being repeated to present it to you so that you can change. And so um, he's going to bring correction, reveal hidden things like pride, rebellion, all that when you seek the Lord and invite his presence because he's holy, he's a spirit. And the Bible says we must seek the lord with um and um, worship the lord in spirit and in truth. And so when we're doing that, this is what the presence of god and seeking god brings. He's going to bring guidance to our life because the holy spirit is going to talk back and guide us and direct us on the right path to reach our destiny. And then of course, healing, you know, um the bible says, you know, that 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 Jesus um His stripes, we are healed. Okay, so when we're seeking the Lord and we're seeking His face and we're studying and um, believe you know, the more we study the Word of God, the more we hear the Word of God, our faith is developed and our connection is our our connecting our connection with God is you know being constant. We're able to understand um, about healing and then healing. I believe healing is a spirit, and so healing does the um, sorry, sickness is a spirit, infirmity is a spirit, and sickness and disease is a spirit. So those evil things cannot stay when we are constantly seeking God and standing in the face of God in the presence of God. And then the last thing I learned is that you're going to have some breakthroughs through some stubborn battles. There was a young lady who was a Met One, but she, um, you know, no longer is at MUA. Um, but she had tried to get her PhD for many years and had some trouble at her school and her school was bringing trouble and I knew it was all demonic. And so what I learned was that overall, you know, she went to God about it, like at first it was just like, okay, you know, PhD is long, but it's like, okay, Lord, what is going on that I, these, stu- what, this stubborn situation, this stubborn battle in this storm in my life is, you know, very difficult. What's going on? She sought the Lord and the Lord gave her, you know, a solution. And guess what? She finally had a breakthrough. God is a breaker. God is a man of war. The Bible says, so you have to seek the Lord. Now, yeah, God does come. You know, sometimes we want the Lord to just come to us, but I'm telling you to take it to the next level. In 2021, as a minister of medicine, I call us ministers of medicine, and as a child of of God, you know, in the spiritual side, you know, these are some five things I think that you should be um, used to, you know, activate. Um, and seek God's face. And lastly, what are the consequences of um, if we don't seek God? The consequences I learned um, and I believe it's like if you get to a place where you're just tired of God or you get to um the scriptures that says, you know, they, 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 you know, they worship me with, the, I think it's the scripture that says they worship me with their lips, but their heart is far, far from me. That is God. He knows who's real and who's not. He knows who's doing it by habit and religiously. And then he knows who's doing it for real and through the spirit and really love him for real. And so that's uh, Matthew 15 8. 15, eight, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. So that the consequences of Not seeking God is you're gonna get to a place of where you're being religious. You're just doing it out of habit. You're just doing it because someone told you to do it or because it makes you look good. You know, you're not really doing it to really have a place and a position with God. And eventually your flesh, you know, is going to win over the spirit and you're going to get to where you're tired and have enough of God. And so that when battles come and troubles come, you may be in a position to give up because you're not really, you don't really know God and seeking God, pushing the place to really know God. And he becomes, you know, your best friend and um, he communes with you and talks with you on the daily basis. And I just want you to know, I don't know if you know this. But it is a sin not to seek God, okay? Not to talk to God, not to, you know, spend time with God because, you know, you have to get to a place of where you got to not only identify, but identify like, you know, physically, but you got to identify in the spirit. And how you identify in the spirit as a seeker and a child of God, you got to worship. And worship includes raising your hands and your fingerprints here has to get checked into heaven on a regular basis, meaning by we raising our hand and we're worshiping God so we can be identified as a seeker and a worshiper of God. So I (coughs) excuse me, I hope I was able to inspire someone today and also the Holy Spirit is inspiring me that I should never, ever give up serving the Lord, and ever be in a place where I'm no longer hungry for the Lord. I'm no longer desperate and that I don't even have a fear of the Lord to not even call on his name. So I pray that this word touch your heart. I pray that it encourages you to go deeper, to take it to the next level in 2021 so that you can be prepared to hear and see what is going on right now. Some crazy stuff going on. We're not going to talk about it, but if you message me, I might tell you. But anyway, overall, that um, you're seeking God and so that you can be in a position to hear from God, serve the Lord with all your heart and win on purpose. And of course, become the great physician that you were designed to become. May God bless this message. May God bless you in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to The Medical Evangelist today happy I can be transparent real and down to earth with you as I share my passion life opinion and or research on a subject matter until next show God bless you